following message was recorded at Sha'arei Zion Messianic Synagogue in Colorado Springs. Last week, if you'll remember, Reb Jimmy and I talked to you about Musar and the study that we started on Tuesday night. And we talked about how Musar is important for us as believers, the Messiah Yeshua. And if you remember, the word Musar is Hebrew. It means instruction or correction, even at times the word rebuke. And the study of Musar is taking the observance of Torah and following the Torah and connecting it with our heart. It's the inside of the cup that Yeshua talked about that we needed to focus on. Not so much on the outwardly things, though those are beautiful and good and we should do those, but it's more important to look at the inside of the cup and things and how we approach things and connecting it to our heart and making sure it matters making sure love shines forth, making sure kindness and mercy are at the center of our being. And so Tuesday night, Reb Jimmy taught about Musar and the introduction. If you didn't make it, we have the teaching up on YouTube, and it's on our Facebook page, a link to it. Go listen to it. Come this Tuesday night, Reb Jimmy will be talking about the first medot or characteristic of Musar, which is humility. You don't want to miss that. So I want to kind of give a little bit of an appetizer to humility this morning. In Exodus 21, verse 23, it says this, And if any injury occurs, then you shall give life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot, burning for burning, wound for wound, stripe for stripe. And if a man strike the eye of his servant or the eye of his maid so that it perishes, he shall let him go free on account of his eye. And if he strikes out the manservant's tooth or his maidservant's tooth, he shall let him go free on account of his tooth. This is familiar teaching. We all have heard this, you know, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. And the rabbis have taught over the centuries that if we literally took this commandment and followed it, we would have a nation full of eyeless people, blind people, and toothless people. So obviously, the rabbis even understood you're not supposed to take this literally. So what does it mean? How are we supposed to follow this commandment? In verse 23 through 25, what I just read, the word for, an eye for an eye, or tooth for a tooth, is Hebrew. It means to cut. The Hebrew is not a literal language. It's kind of a pictorial language. You know, Hebrew words, they kind of put forth an image in your head. They're not like English where we have literal definitions. It kind of puts forth a picture, a general idea. So the word tchat in Hebrew carries with it multiple meanings. You have to understand the context in order to understand which of the meanings to apply to what you're reading. You have to look at the picture of the word tchat. And when you look at it, in con- these are the meanings of the word tchat in Hebrew. It can mean under, beneath, below, instead of, or at the feet of, or in place of. So when it says eye for an eye or tooth for a tooth, you have to read the context and understand which one of those it's talking about. All of these meanings of the word tachat, under, beneath, below, instead of, at the feet of, in place of, make me think of humility. These verses in Exodus are traditionally interpreted with a thought of revenge. You know, if somebody punches you, punch them back. That, that type of idea. However, the word tachat does not imply revenge at all. But in the context of Exodus 21, it implies the thought of responsibility. 
The verses quoted at the beginning of, 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 that we, of the Exodus that I read are telling us to take responsibility for our actions. And Moses backs this up later on in, in Exodus in verses 26 through 22 and 16. Now the master, the master taught about this verse. This is what he said in Matthew chapter 5, 38. You have heard that it said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist evil. But whoever shall strike you on the right cheek, turn the other one to him also. And to him desiring to sue you and take away your tunic, let him have your coat also. And whoever shall compel you to go a mile, go with him too. Give to him who asks of you, and you shall not turn away from him who, who, who would borrow from you. So here the master is giving us the bigger picture of the word tachat. It can also paint a picture of servanthood for us. Yeshua is not telling us to be passive and you know, people just lay down and let people run over us. He's, he's giving us the bigger picture, a picture of humility and responsibility, a way to love our neighbors we love ourselves. This picture of a servant, for me, you know, in Bible days, when you were at the feet of someone, it meant that you were putting yourself under the authority of that person. Those of you who went through the sitting at the feet of Rabbi Jesus class a few months ago will remember this. The disciples, when they found a rabbi, would go and sit at their feet, and it was said that they sat at the feet of such and such rabbi. And that meant that they put themselves under the authority of that rabbi, and they listened to their teachings and they followed that rabbi, and they were, they were, he was their master. In the Matthew passage I just read, Yeshua's instruction, however, is to live out the eye-for-eye eye commandment, shows us not to take revenge, but to show love and strength in our humility. This is where the Exodus passage, this is what the Exodus passage that it comes from is getting at. Yeshua wasn't saying to disregard what you've read when he said you've heard it said. He was giving us the proper interpretation. He was giving it its true meaning. So the master said, you have heard it said. The key word is heard. He did not say you have read. He was saying heard, which in Greek of what we're reading means to give ear to a teaching or a teacher, to learn by hearing or to consider what is being said. So he was saying it was a challenge that on the teaching of Exodus, not necessarily the actual passage. He was giving us the correct interpretation and we almost must always, when somebody teaches us anything, check it out for ourselves. See what they're saying is true. So the actual meaning of the Exodus passage, eye for an eye and tooth for a tooth, is not to take someone's eye if they take your eye. It's a right of retribution if someone takes your eye. The retribution could come in the form of money, the replacement of a dead animal, or a live one is a commandment of responsibility. Yeshua's command is to command us to go beyond the law. You know, in, in Messianic Judaism, the first verse we always read is Matthew 5, verse 17. It says, Do not imagine that I have come to violate the Torah or the words of the prophets. I have not come to violate but to fulfill. For our man, I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not one yod or one thorn will pass away from the Torah until all has been established. Therefore, the man who violates one of the, the small mitzvah and teaches sons of man to do likewise will be called small <clears throat> in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. 
For I say to you, if the, the tzedakah is not greater than the tzedakah of the scholars and Pharisees, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. You know, we're taught this verse when we enter Messianic Judaism. When we take it to an extreme, we almost live off that verse. And we, sh- we, we misunderstand it. We always like to bash the church with it. You know, we should follow Torah. Well, yes, we should follow Torah, but that's not what it's getting at. It's saying that you have to go beyond the letter of the Torah. Your Zadok has to be better than the Pharisees. In other words, it's got to connect to the heart. It's got to matter. You've got to show love, mercy, and kindness to others. So while we have the right of retribution for eye of an eye, tooth for a tooth, the Master calls us to be humble and forgive, which requires more strength to demand retribution or to forgive. Leviticus 19.18 says this, You shall not avenge nor bear any grudge against the sons of your people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. So if the commandment of eye eye for an eye and tooth for a tooth is literally meant to be interpreted as if somebody pokes your eye out, you can poke their eye out, it would contradict this verse. And the Torah doesn't contradict itself. It says, you shall not avenge nor bear any grudge against the sons of your people. We're we're called to be forgiving and loving and kind to each other, to love each other as we want to be loved. And so this is kind of a beginning thought of humility. You know, we're kind of taught not to pray for two things. We're not supposed to pray for humility or patience, right? But when you look at the biblical definitions of humility and even patience, which we'll look at in the class in a few weeks, Pray for those things, because when you look at the biblical definition of humility, it doesn't mean that you are put down and you are in trouble or sad. It means that you are thinking more of others than yourself. That's the biblical definition of humility. So we should pray for that. And in a couple of weeks in the class, we will look at patience, and I'll show you why we should pray for patience because we have a wrong definition of biblical patience. But, come to the Tuesday night class on Musar. It's very important. We are connecting God's word to our heart. We're helping, we're writing it on our hearts. We're taking that step, and he takes a step towards us, and it's a partnership we do together with him in our lives. Come on Tuesday nights. Come on Tuesday nights to Musar. The more people, the merrier. It's a discussion-type class and more people the merrier that make the discussion better. The message you have just heard was recorded at Sha'arezion Messianic Synagogue in Colorado Springs. You can learn more about us at Sha'arezion.com. That's S-H-A-A-R-E-Y-T-Z-I-O-N.com. If you have questions or want to contact us, please email us at thegatesofzion at hotmail.com. If you live in Colorado Springs or find yourself in the area, please stop by and visit with us. We have services every Saturday morning at 10.30 a.m. You can find us at 4680 Edison Avenue, Unit D, near the intersection of Platte and Wooten. Shalom, and thanks for listening.